three porn stars, some of the worst special effects ever put on film, and a music video that challenges fruit on my belly for the world's worst. We watched Bloody Mary 3D. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what that means. everyone and welcome to the next episode of horrible horror the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies movies so bad they're scary we have a doozy for you today i'm your host marshall hampton join with me as always is my co-host best friend and after today probably liver damaged best friend mr aaron southworth you son of a bitch (laughs) okay everyone listen (laughs) That is the sound of my first beer opening <laughs> because I have to drink copious amounts to try and just scrub my brain free of this horrible, horrible, <laughs> awful, shitty, disastrous film that we watched. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Googly moogly. Yeah, we we took on Bloody Mary 3D this 3D. week. 3D. Um, but I do want to say, before we get into the movie, I do want to send a very special... Belated, so I apologize for the lateness of this. Shout out to uh, Deanna Robinson, who sent us a email through our website uh, regarding the Houses That October Built episode. Um, so I wanted to just shout out to her, say thank you for your feedback. We really appreciate it. Um, keep them coming. Uh, hope you, you know continue listening, and we love it. So thank you so much, Deanna Robinson from Texas. Yes, and thank you. Thank you very much. Anybody else has got some comments, concerns, something angry, something fun, whatever, <laughs> leave it on our Facebook page or our website, HorribleHorriblePodcast.com. Uh, yeah, just to inform people what she said, because uh, during that episode, unfortunately, this is the one you were off on your honeymoon for. Yeah. Uh, Chris and I were talking about the haunted houses that were featured in the movie and if they were actually real or not. And we asked, hey, if anybody in Texas actually knows, let us know. And sure enough, Deanna lives in Texas. And she said, yes, all those haunted houses in the movie are real places that were in Texas. And that she's actually been to most of them, if not all of them herself. Very cool. So that's awesome. All right. Let's j- moving on to Bloody Mary 3D. Yeah. Uh, the movie was released December 30th, 2011. And uh, it's only... We could only find it on YouTube. I found this really strange, yeah. So YouTube occasionally would have full-length movies, and for a while you could actually get some decent movies full-length. Now, they've been shutting a lot of them down. Yeah, a lot of them. So I don't know if this is just one where the guys are like, no, we're, this is our property, this is our intellectual right to put it up on YouTube, and they do it that way. I'm not sure. However, the gentleman who posted it that I watched it off has only been posted since October 6, 2015. Yeah, I I watched it off of some uh, girls, like a Melissa something, her website or her YouTube page. Um, so, yeah, it's only on YouTube. Um, it, you can, if you really, really <laughs> watch it, you can before it's taken down. Because um, it will get taken down. Yeah, I'm sure it will. 
Um, it was written by Keith Parker and directed by a Charlie Vaughn with a runtime of 82 minutes. Um, cast notes. This movie stars not one, not two, but three porn stars. <laughs> and <laughs> a wannabe pop star. <laughs> That's a great description. Yeah, I mean, and, I don't know what else you'd call them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, it stars Veronica Ricci, who plays Mary Worth slash Blay Mary. She is one of the three porn stars. I looked her up. Now, wasn't she also like a penthouse of the year? Yes, she was a penthouse pet. I don't know if it was penthouse of the year, but she was a penthouse pet. I think she was like a winner of like 2011 or something. Who knows? Um, And then We should have done her research a little bit more on this one. (laughs) Um, Well, I I knew that she was a porn star. That's as far as my research went, because I didn't go into too much detail on her. then the other porn star is named Shay Golden, who plays one of the characters at the very beginning of the movie. And then our good friend, well, I, personally not a friend of ours, but... I would consider show, him a friend. We, now that we've done, this is the third movie of his we've Friend done, of the show. Mr. Ron Hedgehog Jeremy is in this movie as well. So this is now the third Ron J. movie we've ended up doing on this show. Uh and that's really about it as far as Castle. And then uh, the wannabe pop stars, uh, Derek Jameson, who, oh, we have a bunch to say about him later. I'm sure we do. Yeah. All right. So cannonballing into this movie, it opens with <laughs> they don't pull any punch. It opens straight up with a lesbian, straight up lesbian sex scene that's set in 1904. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, the year of the World's Fair, St. Louis. St. Louis World's Fair, All right, for those of you who uh, don't know, we're based in St. Louis, and anytime we can mention the World's Fair in 1904, <laughs> we do it because yep. we're desperate for attention. Hey, that makes us... I, okay. I, just, just defer to it. <laughs> so both these girls, Veronica Ricci and Shay Golden, they get butt-ass naked, and we see everything. I mean... I mean everything yes and my first real note is how is this movie on youtube yeah so <laughs> like i said watch it while you can because yeah. it's going to get pulled off i ain't no snitch <laughs> no i'm not gonna report it i implore you I'm everyone either, out there but... not to report it but uh, wow i oh, mean yeah. just this is like you this is almost straight up porn style like how vivid i mean it, it's one step away from actually close-ups of cunnilingus going on well yeah it's very cinemax-esque I yeah guess. But i mean yeah. you see like she's going down on the other you girl you see the full-on front you uh-huh. see the vagina you mm-hmm. see the yeah the labia <laughs> you see the lips well don't get technical that's not sexy yeah, anyway you're right <laughs> so so yeah it's 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 pretty hot pretty um, steamy yeah uh so but it also looks kind of clunky that's like they're just like this is our job yeah uh, it's really not that into it yeah um but and I, also for 1904 man they got Tan jobs and dye jobs. I was just about to bring that up for ear piercings. There, the historical accuracy is not there. The, <laughs> the historical accuracy is not there. It's increased um, so, because, like I said, this opening is supposed to take place in 1904. These girls would not be rocking a shaved hardwood floor look. <laughs> they would be having some serious shag carpet going on down there, True. like a jungle going on. True. So. Right there, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, plus uh, I think Blondie had a total body tan, you know, I mean, spray tan on. I don't remember so, that much about but yeah, yeah I, probably. Dyed hair, you know, I mean, both of them had, like, very unnatural hair color. Yeah. Um. So, 
the two girls, one's Mary Worth, um, and the other is just, you never really, you never get her name. She's listed in the credits as Robin Goodfellow, but you never, it doesn't fucking matter. You never get her name. It's, it's, she's pointless. So her husband comes home and he kind of hears what he's making a sandwich. He kind of overhears what's going on. He peeks in, sees it. Before he comes in, he pulls a bottle of booze out of the mailbox. Yeah. In a brown paper, which I forget about. It's so weird. It's like, what? <laughs> like, why I, I know is it alcoholics. I know alcoholics have at times will hide alcohol, but he's the man in 1904. There's no reason for him to be hiding his booze. And why it's, the that's hell? Not is, prohibition no, era it's not yet. Pro, so not prohibition yeah. Era. So that was just weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Why in the mailbox? And it's like that's the mailman left. <laughs> like here's like that's a pretty awesome uh, yeah. delivery. <laughs> but uh, so. Yeah, so he, he sees, kind of sees what's going, goes back to get him and grabs this, the big old kitchen knife, like your Michael Myers style. Yeah, huge, huge knife. And then he just bursts into the bedroom and basically just kills the blonde. He slashes her across, like, the ribs. Um, God, the rib cage. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so <laughs> he slashed across there and she's like, ah! And Mary's like, what are you doing? And he just goes crazy. He kills the blonde, which you... Don't really see. It's off screen. Okay. Just really quick. When I first started watching this movie, uh, I accidentally started watching the dubbed so did I. Uh, Indian version. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. in the dubbed Indian version, there's no you don't see any sex. You see him like kissing and stuff and starting to take off their clothes, but they don't show any nudity. Yeah, no nudity. However, they show more violence. Yeah. The, the, there's way more violence. In the opening scene, yeah, like he he cuts the blonde's uh, chest and then slits her throat, and she takes like three minutes to die. Yeah, which is awesome. Which I would have loved to see in the original cut. It's weird, like you almost want to splice the two of them together. So, and then I guess the English version, there's more sex, but they edit it, edit down the violence. Whereas I guess in this Indian dubbed version, they edit down the sex and increase the amount of violence in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, go on. But it was so No, it's weird. really weird because I didn't realize you did because I did the same thing. I yeah. started watching. I was like, holy shit, is this the actual movie? Is it dubbed? And then I was like, oh, wait, there is another mm. version. And I realized the difference between the openings were so dramatic. Um, so, yeah, so he kills the blonde girl and, he, and then he turns his attention to Mary. And he starts reciting Bible verses to her about how a woman shall not lie with another woman, blah, blah, blah. It's impure. It's unethical. Oh, and the sound quality is so bad. It is awful. Like, the music's so much louder. I couldn't understand half the things he was saying. And so basically he just kills Mary. And again, an awful death scene where you can barely see anything going on. And he rips off this necklace that she's wearing and just walks out of the house. That's it. Just leaves. So roll the opening credits, which are God fucking awful. Um, which, knowing now, I could, because this is supposed to be 3D, and the first time I watched it, well, I should say the only time I watched it, I kept wondering, like, well, where the fuck's the 3D? Now, Aaron informed me when he got here that these credits were part of the fact that the reason they looked so off was because I guess it was done in the weird, this is one of the things you can see in 3D. So, uh, either way, I don't think it makes it any better. So, yeah, the 3D, the opening credits, it's got this uh, kind of, Actually, the song isn't too bad. This Bloody Mary song by this punk rock band or something. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not that bad. It's kind of catchy. And, uh, you know, they're, they're showing clips from the movie and stuff. And, uh, and, and it's in this weird, almost sepia-tone-ish kind of light. And then, But I have 3D glasses. I put them on. And, yeah, there was some little effects going on here or there. So 
that's the most 3D I've gotten. And actually, I'm still wearing the 3D yeah, glasses right wearing. now. I'm going to take these fucking things off because I'm getting a headache. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So after the credits, we jump to present day Los Angeles. And two girls that look like hookers are basically walking down the side of some building. And they look like they came out of a White Snake video. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Very like 80s. Yeah, they do. Like mid 80s rocker chick kind of look. Yeah, that's a great, great explanation of it uh, or description. Um, so they come up to this door and taped on the wall next door is a piece of paper that reads, m- you know, music video shoe here or something like that. Um, they have some chit chat. The blonde girl pulls out a key from her bra while basically telling the other girl that she flashed her tits to the security guard to get the key. And the acting is fucking horrendous. They're on Xanax. I swear to God. Yeah, it's so bad. They have no energy. None. No energy. He's like, how'd you get that key? Well, I bribed a security guard. Let's just say. The blonde's a little more energetic than the brunette. The brunette is awful. Barely, though. I mean, they're both some of the worst acting I've ever seen. I mean, we've seen a lot of bad (laughs) movies. This one's this one's way up this This is. Yeah. The cream of the crop of shitty, shitty acting. Shitness in full effect. Uh, so the two of them, they go inside and they rip the sign off the wall as they go in. Now, they're in a hallway and they come to this picture of Matt Elias on the wall. Now, this guy, Matt Elias, is supposed to make this super big music rock pop star. He's kind of like a ju- like Justin Timberlake, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's you my know, like, or like a Timberlake. Usher or, yeah. or something like that. Like yeah. he's this new he's this pop star, new and up and coming pop star. And they're like, I can't believe we're here. I know. How did we do this? It's so it's like Wow. What are we gonna do? Like they're just gonna you know and there's I basically can't... the play is they're gonna stay here and wait and try to sneak in and you know get into the be in the new music video. And there's the one goes like well what you know, like we're so much hotter than the girls they put in videos. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, what if they don't want us? Like, what happens when you call it? When the blonde's like, well, what's the worst that could happen? They can kick us out. It's like, yeah, easily they'll just kick you. Out. Like, why? Like, of course they'll kick you out. So yeah. Um. So they find their way to this room where the video is going to actually take the video shoot's going to take place. And there's it's a room with a stage and guitars and mics on the stage. Now, for you, anybody who's gone back and listened to our earlier episodes, you might recognize some of the sets used in this movie because it's the same fucking sets and building that were used in Night of the Dead, Friday the 13th. Which also starred Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> and when I saw this, I thought, you bastard because marshall <laughs> picks the majority of the movies you know he, he he has a list he has a rundown he picks up most of the movies every once in a while we'll get a suggestion here or there but for the most part he knew what he was fucking doing yep you knew what you were doing you bastard i did you bastard <laughs> oh my god when i saw this I, oh no I, mean, I was like i want i want to take area to pick up on this. i knew something <laughs> smelled bad as soon as i started watching this and those two bimbos were trying to act and I'm like, something's not right. Something's not right. And I'm starting to see that go room to room. And I'm like, oh, no, God, please, Jesus. The hallway and the room are back. <laughs> so, so the girl's like, we have a lot of time to kill. What should we do? And I'm thinking lesbian scene. <laughs> yeah, no. So they, the blonde girl tells the brunette the story of Bloody Mary or Mary Worth. And we get some flashback shots of 
Mary being murdered from the beginning. What we just saw. Yeah, which they actually put, there's more violence and they show more of her being killed in the flashback than you actually see in the original. So they said, hey, let's go to the bathroom and we'll do the whole Bloody Mary thing, basically the Candyman style. Right, and when I was a kid, I remember... Candyman's based off Bloody Mary, so really... Yeah, because when I was a kid, I remember hearing the Bloody Mary thing. It was, you know, you say... everybody's... Right, it's kind of one of those... uh, Urban, urban legends, legends that yeah. are going around for kids to get spooked on. So the blondes and their lighting candles in on the sink in front of the mirror, which happens to have curtains wrapped around it. Like, why the fuck are there curtains around a mirror in a shitty rundown bathroom? Right. Like, this is a, this is a very sacred mirror. <laughs> yeah. And I also kind of want to know where they got the fucking candles from. Because... Right. The girls didn't even have purses with them when they walked into the building. But all of a sudden, there's like... Eight, six or eight candles. They're lying on the sink with the lighters. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> so, they say Bloody Mary three times. The door slams closed behind them, and they spin around. And boom! And and it, while they spin around, Bloody Mary kind of shows up in the mirror behind them, and or she's standing behind them, completely naked and bloody. And so they spin around again, and they see her. In the mirror, and they're like, oh, my God. There's, like, no suspense. No. You know, in any other horror movie, they'll go, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then, like, ha, 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 oh, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, nothing happened. And then, no, boo, this is there was instant. none. It was like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Nope, and then shit right hits the fan. Yep. Ah! <laughs> she's right there. Holy cow. <laughs> Her response time is on point. Yeah. Uh, so they, what and what comes next here is one of the worst effects in movie history. What is supposed to be Mary reaching through the mirror and grabbing the blonde girl and pulling her into the mirror with her. But what it really is, is just a side shot of the two girls screaming with Mary standing just off of camera. Mm-hmm. And she reaches her arms into frame, just like from the left side of the camera, she just reaches her arms and grabs the blonde girl's Who head. Who is putting up no struggle. No struggle. They're just, just going, ah, ah, ah. looks at her friend like, ah. And the friend who does, I was about to say, the other girl does nothing to try to help her friend. She doesn't, like, grab her and try to pour her back. She just stands there screaming. And the blonde girl even turns her head yeah. and, like, looks yeah. at her. She's, like, turns her head screaming at the like, girl. Like, this is happening. <laughs> this is happening. You could stop. You could grab me right now. But no, nothing. And, and this, this, this is a throwback also to Night, Live, Night of the Dead, Friday 13th. The same movie with the same people in the same place. Well, it's not the same people. Or, well, the same, same movie, yeah, but the same place. Because remember, in that film, no one tried to put up a fight at all. You're right. Just Every, just bit everybody. Just like, grab yeah, them and they went dead. Ah. It's, <laughs> yep. This, oh, yikes! You're totally right about that. Uh, so, um, so anyway, yeah. So she doesn't try to help, and you see blood, the skin splatter on the mirror while the brunette girl just stands there screaming. So you really don't know how the blonde girl dies. Um, but she does. So now Mary comes out of the mirror and stalks the other girl down some hallways. And Mary walks like the goddamn fucking universal monster mummy, just or Frankenstein's monster, or like the old goddamn zombies. She just looks zoned out with her arms out in front of her, like eyes are all big, like all bug eyed. And she's like walking down, like, oh, with her arms stretched out in front of her. But instead, like, her hands trying to like grasp at somebody like 
fingers extended away from her. Her hands are like turned toward each other. So like her palms are like folded in towards herself. Yeah. And so it's really, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. It's like, she's got carpal tunnel syndrome really bad. And you know, like, (laughs) like I forgot my braces for my wrist. Uh, You know, like it's like they're contorted, you know, (laughs) that's, yeah, it's it's just weird looking. So she corners the girl in some room. She grabs her by the neck, lifts her up, and you think she's going to, like, snap her neck or something, but no. She hangs her with a wire hanger from a closet bar. She... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this wire hanger couldn't hold a heavy sweater. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, <laughs> it's, so it's like it's like it's the thought. I guess the rash. It's like think of it as you know, like the killer grabs someone and sticks them on a meat hook and they hang. Yeah. But she's sticking her on a wire hanger, and I don't understand where the where does it go in? How does it? What like happens? You can see the wire. They just kind of bent the wire enough, just like put it overhead and then hook it onto the fucking clo- the metal pole oh. rod, and she just hangs from. Oh god! Oh my god! It. The reality of that is, one, the hanger would snap or bend completely, or the closet bar would just... There's no weight. The weight would just, there, there's just rip no the hanger right off the bar. There's no way in hell. Yeah. Absolutely zero. It's Even <laughs> if this thing was made of the most intense, strong steel, titanium, whatever, you're right. The bar would break. Yeah. But it's, it's a motherfucker. This is, might be like the worst kill We've ever seen, and we've there, seen I some think, shitty kills. I so think this far. is probably one. But this is probably the worst re- kill. Wow, it's so retarded. So, cut to some B-roll shots of uh, of Los Angeles while a radio DJ does voiceover talking about Matt Elias and his upcoming secret video shoot for his new music video. And if you can figure out where it is, you might just be all you know. It's stupid. Oh God, this pains me. What comes next? This leads us into. In a music video for Matt Elias's hit song, Ribcage. This is the one of the worst things I've ever fucking seen and heard. Ever. It's god-fucking-awful, and it's a full-length music video. A full-length music video. And it's like four minutes long. Yeah. And they don't cut. It's like, oh, we'll play a little bit of it and fade out and move on. You get, like, oh, you get the idea. No, you watch the entirety of... Of this music video in Four its horrendous, minutes, yeah. horrendous. St- Can't you hear God the fuck- boom, boom, baby, baby, baby on my rib cage? <laughs> oh, it's stuck in my head because yeah. they don't play. They play it a couple times in this movie. Oh, so many times. They play it a couple times in this movie. And if you think about it, if they're actually trying to get this guy to have a release or do something, it's not a bad idea. You play it three or four times in the movie and it gets stuck in your head. You can play anything. Three or four times is going to get stuck in my head. Yeah. I just watched this, and now I want to stab something into my ear. Yeah. That's why I'm drinking so much. Yes. So once so once the auditory torture is over, it, it cuts to a blonde girl talking on her cell phone <laughs> with her mother, and it's a boring and pointless scene that has no bearing on the rest of the movie. It's 
just like a filler. I guess it's supposed to introduce her character, but her character is pointless anyway. There's a lot of filler in this movie. Yeah, a lot of filler. It's pretty much the movie's filler. Now that's just, this is this the spot in the movie. You know, you see the blonde girl getting into the car and she's talking to her mom like, "This is my shot to be an actress. I'm going on auditions." And mom's like, "You should go to school." And she's like, "Mom, I can go to school later." I'm she's gonna, like, "Oh, I'm going to follow still my doing dream." That thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so you're like, okay, well, there's some backstory about her. She's probably going to be our main character. She's yeah. going to be our. She's going to be the person so. we follow. And I thought guess the same what? thing. Nope. No. She, nope. She, I thought the same thing. Okay, this is going to be the main protagonist from here on out. Um, yeah, and but she really... That's like the most lines she has for like the rest of the movie. The security guard gets more screen time than she does. I, she might. It's very possible because she just disappears for a long time. Um, so anyway, back, we, back at the building we saw earlier with the two White Snake video girls, um, we see... A truck pull up, and Frank, the cameraman, and this uh, what's her, what's Janet her Page is her name. They get out and unload some good. Now, Janet Page's character, I don't know what she's supposed to be. I don't know either. Because later we have a director, we have a producer. So we have uh, the cameraman, we have the, the video girls, we have the star, or the, the music, the artist. I don't know what her role in this is. They never establish if she's like the agent or if she's right. The she's not with the record label. You don't know. You really have no idea what her role in this is. But she's just there and she's bossing everybody around, like she's in but charge. She's, but you've no idea why. But she's kind of the like the producer bosses. She does, she bosses everyone around except for the producer. Right. Chet Wood. Chet Wood. Yeah. Uh, who, Chet Wood has this, this girl with her. That eye looks, candy. This big titty eye candy. Which looks almost exactly like Ron Sterling's uh, girlfriend. You know, the former L- uh, L.A. Clippers uh, old man who uh, got the, in, the in trouble. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that was the girl who recorded him. She looks a lot like her. Oh, okay. She looks a lot like her. I never like actually her. saw a picture of her. Yeah, yeah. Guess. It looks a lot like her. So I'm just like, oh, look, it's Ron Sterling's whore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. So, yeah, speaking of Chet Wood, now Chet Wood, the producer, pulls up, and his big titty eye candy, they both get out of the car, and uh, and then shortly followed by the director's... And they don't even try to give him a clever name. No, he's he, a stoner, and his name is Weed. His name is Weed, and he's a stoner, and when he pulls up, his he pulls up in like a busted-ass old Volkswagen Rabbit. You know, and the car has got computer-generated smoke. Yeah, I have that right. He pulls up, and they added so much fake smoke around his car, and they do it so bad. It's, like, it's not like it's in the car coming out of the windows. Like it's like box it's car. like coming along with it. It's like yeah. fucking mist outside. It's like they photoshopped or like post-production. It's obviously post-production. They photoshopped like this. It almost looks like the car is coming on like the left side, and it looks like the smoke's coming from the right side of the screen. Yeah, it's a uh, shit effect it's it's, horrible it's fucking bad i thought it'd be something to do with the 3d so i put my 3d glasses on and watch it and it just i I still couldn't figure it out so during this introduction scene you get the same music loop over and over and over again it's so goddamn annoying and it's loud it is loud it's bad so now we meet the super obese security guard, Mike. Very androgynous. I first, I, I thought he was a lesbian. Too. I was like, is that a guy or a girl? I like, thought it was a woman at first. I did too. Yeah. It took me a while. He's got this incredibly high-pitched voice and very cherub kind of face. Yeah. You know, it looks like he couldn't grow a beard to save his life. I mean, he you know? looked, and he's so big, like he's got 
it's like, is that? He's easily 500 pounds. Yeah. And like, is that a woman or a guy? I did the same. Mm-hmm. I had to go to, I had to look up the, the cast and say, oh, that, okay, it is a guy. It is a guy. Um, so, um, he's busting, uh, Chet Woods balls about having I can't either. Yeah, because she's not a plus one. Yeah, and it's a pointless scene. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be funny, but it's not even funny. It's supposed to be. There's so much wrong with this movie because lots of times in shitty movies, there's still kind of those funny moments here or there that are tongue in cheek and you you can laugh at. And there's none of that in this movie. And they tried, but they they just failed miserably. Yeah, the security guard in I think later even Chet to some extent is are supposed to be the comic comedic relief but the, yeah it falls flat they fail it's miserably at it awful so after you get through mike um elias and his girlfriend sky show up and they're arguing because he got a blowjob for some other girl and she's all pissed off about it wasn't cheating babe it was just a blowjob yeah <laughs> um i yeah, use that line, guys. Good, I'm sure that'll work good, for you. Good luck to you, fellas, <laughs> if you're using that one. I don't. I don't think my wife would appreciate that if no. I was like, "Baby, no, 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 no." no. It was just a blowjob. It wasn't cheating. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and now we meet Alan Sussex, the building manager, or, or they, they keep, actually, I thought it was the building manager, but they really keep calling it the studio. The studio. It, if that's a studio, it's, it's a shitty ass studio. It's just an old warehouse. It, yeah. But so basically, anyway. Alan Sussex is the guy played by Ron. Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. And when I saw him, I just went, yay. Yay. (laughs) Now, again, the acting is horrendous, but once again, Ron Jeremy is by far the best actor in this entire movie. (laughs) And the award goes to Mr. Ron Jeremy. Yes. I mean, he is, and he's not a good actor, but he's leaps and bounds better than these people. So far better. So now the blonde girl from the phone conversation in the car earlier, she shows up. And eventually we learn her name is L or something like that, or Ellie. But for a while, you don't, again, you don't really know the names of people for a while. So Elias, Matt, Matt, Matt Elias is, is in his dressing room. And Mary, wearing a green sundress, walks up behind him and says that she's his biggest fan and that she's been looking for him for a long time. And point of note here that Matt Elias and the husband from the opening scene are played by the same actor. One and the same. Same person. Um, so Mary sees that Elias is wearing the same necklace that she wore when she was killed. And she sees this, and she vanishes while Elias happens to be looking away. And Elias turns around and goes, Oh, where? what happened? Yeah. Where did she go? It's, oh, it's horrible yeah. acting. Oh, my so God. At this point, weed... He's like, I'm, he goes off to get high. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Now, Mary approaches him, now wearing a different dress. She flirts and seduces him. She wears a different I outfit that, yeah. in just about... Her wardrobe changes are insane. Off the charts. Yeah. She's got to have 12, 13 different outfits yeah. through the whole movie. When she's not completely naked. Yeah. Um, different panties, too, at times. Sometimes yeah. she's completely naked. Sometimes she's wearing panties. Sometimes she has a bra. It's... it's yeah, there's no continuity with her at all. Constantly, constantly, constantly changing outfits. Right. So Mary basically flirts with and seduces Weed to get him to put her in the music video. Um, Elias uh, is now in a ba- is in the bathroom where the two girls earlier summoned Mary, and he's washing his face. 
Mary shows up naked behind him. He sees her, spins around. We get more flashbacks of Mary's murder, like in mid spin. And then when he turns around completely, she's gone again. So Fat Mike is going down the security guard. The security guard is gone. Fat Mike is going down the hallway. And the I, hallway. Again, if you listen to our Night of the Dead episode, you understand which hallway I'm referring to. Now, I must say this hallway. film did an excellent job in comparison to the other one of utilizing the space provided. They were able to give you, you know, at least a feeling that there was several different rooms or much more going on in this place instead of just three different right. rooms. That's However, true. it's the hallway. It's the same black hallway. And he's got his gun out, which, again, how many security guards actually have a gun? I don't know. I think most some. don't, but some, I guess. And if you are, if you do have one, you're probably trained not to use it like a goddamn toy. Yeah, and which is what he's doing. He's got it out, and he's spinning in circles, looking like a retarded kid pretending to be an action hero. Right. Like, he's spinning around going, ah, I got you. <laughs> right. It, again, trying to be funny. But they just make this guy look like he's autistic or something. Or, or Down syndrome. Yeah, or, like he, yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> well, there's definitely something wrong with him because I couldn't tell if he was a woman or a man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's about 500 pounds. So. so Ron Jeremy is talking to Sky, Alice's girlfriend. And he's like, here, he offers her a beer. And in the stairwell, the drummer, which... Is the most one of the most pointless characters in this entire movie. You see like three times this entire movie. I totally forgot about him until the very, very, very end. Yeah. yeah. So you see him show up, then you see him in this scene, and then like you don't see him again until like the end of the movie. And he just wanders around the place. Yeah. No one gives two shits about him. And the only reason you even know he's a drummer is because he's always got drumsticks in his hand. And he's batting he's it. batting on things. He's yeah. Like, da, 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 da. That's it. Uh so he he's sitting on the stairwell. Jan's going up, and he tells Jan that, "Hey, look out! Alan is, uh, or AKA Ron Jeremy, is talking to Sky." And Jan's like, well, "So what? Who cares?" And then Drum's like, "Oh, everyone knows he's got a big dick." <laughs> That's the whole point. He's like, "What?" So and so Jan's it's like, kind "Whatever." Of a it's wink, a, wink, nudge, nudge to Ron Jeremy yeah. having a big wang. Yeah, but it's again still doesn't work. It doesn't, no, it doesn't. work at all. Like who? cares and Jan and which Jan is reaction like whatever and she does she's leaves I mean it's a total nod to Ron Jeremy but it still doesn't doesn't work in no, any way shape doesn't. or form um and it's not like he really even like hits on the girl he's just having conversations with people he's actually like a pretty cool he's like a yeah. laid back guy in this yeah movie. He's yeah like chill and, and that's and... the one thing he's again my favorite character and uh, he just kind of, he's just, everyone's so rushing and yelling at each other. Everyone's an asshole. Yeah, everyone is an asshole. Everyone's an asshole in this movie. There's no good person in any any of these people. They're all dicks. Ella, Ron- may, Ellie, the blonde Ella might be, she doesn't seem to do too much. She seems all right. But everybody else, you're, and I think Sky, as for the most part, is okay. But yeah, everybody else is pretty much, you're right, a complete tool. And ass. so and he's just kind of like, man, I remember back in the day when people were more concerned about having fun and having a laid back good time as opposed to just working. You know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, Ron Jeremy, that's right. That's the way I want to try and live my life. Work just kind of comes second. The experience is what matters. So after this, we get more rib cage music video scenes. They go back to it again. And it's the and it's, it's fucking it's the no whole better. music video again. It's it's awful. So fast now, forward through it if you're gonna watch this and ugh, uh, just fast forward through it. So everyone now is gathered in the stage room, ready to start shooting the video. 
Weed comes in with Mary, who is actually at this point, she's still in the same dress. And they all get in places right as Weed calls for action. The power goes out. And so everybody's like, what the fuck? This bullshit, blah, blah. Everyone's yelling at each other and screaming at each other about how how much time. They don't have time. We don't have time. We yeah. don't have time. Get this fixed. Get this fixed. Get this fixed. And then they're like, okay, everybody take a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they take more breaks. It's like <laughs> all they're doing is screaming about how they have no time. And then once they go, ah, take all right, break. let's take a break. Yep. So Al- Elias takes Sky to go get something. They leave. Um. Jan's like, get the power back on, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, we can't figure it out. Or Frank, Frank, the cameraman, is like, it's going to take some time or whatever. Alan just goes down a flight of stairs, gets to a fume box, flips the switch, and the power comes back on. Like, it's that simple. Genius. And even Ron Jerry makes like a gesture like, like this is so easy. Like, you guys are idiots. Um, cut to Mary walking down a hallway in only a black thong holding a knife. Just a random shot of her naked walking down a hallway. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no sense whatsoever. And you get several of these shots throughout the movie. She's here, she's dressed, she's walking down a hallway, she's naked. Filler. Sometimes she's bloody, sometimes she's not bloody. It doesn't make any sense. No point. It's so, yeah, all over the place. Alan is by himself playing a guitar. He's like, I could be a rock star. He just flex. Roll up to sleep, flex a muscle, suck, suck in, in the, the gut. gut. I like that. Playing some, you know, play the he's, guitar. He's playing guitar. He breaks a string. He breaks string. He's like shit, and he's like, well, do with a play harmonica. So he does the same <laughs> thing. Roll up to sleeve, suck in the gut. Sorry, playing harmonica, and he plays it like he he's actually, legit. Jimmy he's, plays. He's it. playing the and harmonica. He does it fairly well. Pretty good job. So like, Ron Jeremy, multi talented. Yeah, I, I can see Ron Jeremy and Bruce Willis have a harmonica showdown. <laughs> Uh, so the camera pans up to reveal Mary laying on the floor of like a storage area or loft area above him in like a nighty in like a lingerie black like yeah and now no it's like negligee. a dress yeah, she's or, now or, back in this black dress which she was wearing but it's earlier. shorter but it looks like sleepwear yeah it's so it's, who knows she gets up she climbs down the ladder and she talks with Alan for a while um. And he's and just shooting like the shit his with bench, him. And she's on another bench kind of behind him. And he's kind of looking and more towards camera. And this is so awkward because yeah. he's talking to her and he's not being he's a creep. No, but he's got his back turned. Yeah. So it's like if you're having a conversation with somebody, you wouldn't sit like that. You would turn and look uh, at you, them. You would, you would talk to the person. It's not like he was – it did. It was it's, such an awkward Yeah, scene. it was basically just a lame excuse to get into so he would have his back to her so he can get killed. That's it, but there's, in real life, like I said, nobody would do that. He talked to her yeah. for like a minute with his back turned to her. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense. But it's a, like you said, it's kind of a setup for her. She grabs the broken guitar string. Because he hands her and says, hey, can you fix this yeah. while I do this? He, she takes the broken guitar string, sneaks up behind him, and then gives him a Colombian necktie. Yeah. Well, yeah, and again, you don't really see what happens, but it's really confusing first because you see her wrap the cord like – and she starts like strangling, like okay, she's strangling him with the cord. But the sound effects they add are like, like kind of gushy. So it's like, is she cutting his head off with it, or is she just strangling him? And you don't know because yeah, it cuts cause away. It's, and it's really tight on his face. It doesn't show his neck. Yeah, it's just him going. Argh. And yeah, my my in, my thought was okay. Well, the you know the guitar string's so thin and little in the force, it's. But breaking the skin and causing bleeding and all that was, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's just still, like The Godfather when uh, Luca Brazzi gets it. So, yeah. So they, it cuts away 
And we it cuts to El- Elias and Sky sitting in his car talking about cheating and his hypocritical stance on it. And because she's like, you know, it wasn't, he's like, it's just a blowjob and all that. And she's like, well, if a guy went down on me, what would you feel? He's like, oh, I'd be pissed. And you'd be, I'd, you'd be kicked to the curb. And she's like, ha see, she gets pissed off. She gets out of the car and like walks off down the street. Um, so back at the studio, the producer's big titty eye candy is in some random room filled with drum sets, fixing her makeup. Fat Mike comes in and just kind of stares at her. And she leaves, and then after she leaves, he says, I'm going to tap that tonight. And that's the whole scene. It's fucking yeah, retarded. that's it. Again, the attempt at humor, It's just, but there's, no, there's nothing, nothing to here. It. It's, ugh. So, now at this point, <clears throat> um, Elias and Skye are back at the studio now, even though she's, we just saw her storm off out of the car, but she, she comes back with him. And they're talking to the producer, Chet Wood, and Elias, and they're basically saying what comes out of the scene is that Elias is going to drop him as his producer after this album is finished. And Chet gets all pissed off, and he goes into the whole, I made you rant speech, and you were nothing before me. You were blah, nothing blah, but playing blah. in bars, you piece of crap. You yeah, know, that, that kind of stuff. And it, and again, the acting is so bad. It's so horrible. Yeah. And this is um, kind of... <laughs> when I'm watching this, I just can't even figure out the logic either. If you're so mad and you're pissed at your producer, why at a music video shoot are you going to say that you're going to be leaving him? There's no benefit for this guy to make it it doesn't make any sense it doesn't I, make good business sense no, doesn't I make mean, any yeah. good acting sense i guess it's, it's just, just like well we're contractually obligated to do it regardless but yeah you're still right it's like why, why just would you wait? do this yeah why right now just do it afterwards this is not the professional way buddy no um so chet storms off and goes into a side some side room mary who is now wearing a schoolgirl outfit Comes out from behind the door. She flirts with Chet. They talk about killing Elias. And she says that she'll kill him, but he has to get the necklace from Elias first. And she promises that that she can make all of his darkest desires come true. All of your darkest desires come true. I don't know if I want my darkest desires to come true. Because <laughs> I've got some pretty dark thoughts from time to time. And if they came true, I'm sure I'd be kind of upset. Yeah. So... She vanishes as Fat Mike comes in saying that Janet needs to see Chet. And super boring ass scene is fo- follows of Sky and the cameraman talking. Nothing comes of it. It's I don't even remember what they're even talking about. It's so goddamn boring. They're just filler. Yeah, you know, they're just, just shooting the shit, drinking at coronas. The craft services table, which is basically like a box of Cheez Its and like beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, basically yeah. it. Um so Hey, I drink it. I'd hang out there. Now we get some more scenes of Elias being a total douche diva. He's like, "I'm not doing this. I don't have to put up with this stuff. I'm being in my dressing room, whatever." And I'm taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes into his dressing room. Sky follows him in there, and now they have this shitty makeup scene. Yeah, shitty heart to heart talk, and it's awful. It's so bad. Like they're trying to be emotional like and like, "Oh, I forgive you. I love you, blah blah blah." And it's stale. So bad. Oh. It's so like he is fucking awful. The the guy the guy who plays Matt Elliott is Derek Jameson is is atrocious in this movie. 
Now, the girl who plays Sky, like it's like Natalie Pero or something like that. She is why one of the better actresses in the movie, and that's not great by me. But because she still sucks. But she sucks. But in comparison, in comparison to everyone else, else, she's like Meryl Streep in this. <laughs> it's like Ron Jeremy and this girl, and then are oh. way up there, and then everybody else is just and she sucks God, bad. So. Anyway, they make up, and she's like, hey, well, I'm just, and she just starts giving him a blow. Yeah. Oh, I love you. I love you too, honey. Time to get your dick sucked. Yep. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's the makeup BJ. Yeah. Sweet. So the director wants Elias. They're arguing with Janet. Weed and Janet and Chet are all talking and arguing because uh, the Weed wants Elias to take off his jewelry to make him more, look more like a starving artist for his studio because it needs to be raw. We're in yeah. his, we're in his busted up warehouse. It's run down. Where it's gonna be raw. Like you can't wear the jewelry because it's too much bling bling. Like, you look too rich. We need you poor looking or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, the logic was we're in a shitty place. Why don't you look like shit? Yeah. So take off all your bling. Yeah. Exactly. So, but this gives a opportunity for, for Chet, Chet yep. to get the necklace for Mary. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm all about it. That's a great idea. You know, and it's, uh, so he can get his hands on the necklace. The cameraman now goes off looking for Alan. Um, we go back to Elias, who is still getting a BJ, and he looks up and sees a naked and bloody Mary standing in the corner. So, and when he looks back down at what's supposed to be Sky, he now sees Mary down on her knees, blowing him instead of Sky. He flips out. He stands up, but now Sky is back. Yeah, like he hallucinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "What's wrong? What's going on? What happens?" And he tells her what he saw and what he, you know, was what he, all that. Chet comes in to convince Elias to take off the jewelry, which he actually does. So he's yeah, like, he's Fine, like "Okay, yeah, all right." So. Um, and then we go back to the cameraman, who's actually, we learned later his name's like Frank or something like yeah. that. Um, he's looking for Alan in the basement. And it looks like a basement that look, belongs to a hoarder is basically what this place looks like. There's boxes everywhere. And these are genuinely, ever. this is obviously a real place where shit's stored because they're like, they're there's not just, stock boxes. These are old no, boxes. There's junk. And it says like Casio everywhere. on the side, like old TV boxes just packed with crap. And it's just crap all over the place. Yeah. I mean, they could barely even walk through here. I'm right. surprised they could get right. the camera in there. Um, so he finds Alan dead on the bench that he was killed on. Mary pops up and yet another fucking outfit stabs and the cameraman. And she's speaking like... Yeah, she, she, every yeah. now and then she speaks in this like demonic voice, which you can't understand can't understand a thing she says. I think there's like one or two lines near the end. It's like, give me the necklace I, you can get. But everything else is like... I don't know what you the fuck can't you understand. Said. It's just it. Yeah. yeah. So she stabs him with another kitchen knife, and God, just takes, like it takes him like two minutes to die. He has such like an over the top death scene. Like he, <sighs> he milks his death scene. Uh, so back to the rest of the group. More boring scenes where nothing's fucking happening at all. Mary shows up with Chet, and he's like, "Meet me in the bathroom and bring." Your big titty eye candy with him, or he actually says, "Bring big tits with you." Yeah, yeah. That's right. And um, of course, referring to his eye candy bimbo. And so Chet takes her into the bathroom. He summons Bloody Mary in the mirror by saying her name three times. She appears behind big titty eye candy and kills comes through her. the mirror. Yeah, comes through the mirror. But 
she kills him with what I can only assume is Mary coming from her behind and ripping tearing her chest her open boobs yeah. off or ripping her chest cavity open. They Either don't way, show the it or do it. Sucks, so she reaches through anything. and she has her hands on her boobs and starts to pull her fingers apart and leaves like it just looks like she put her fingers in yeah, some red paint. Yeah, you can tell paint. like she just put her like, oh, it like red paint and, and then she and then she just like <laughs> smears this red paint across her boobs. Yeah, and then they pan back and it's just blood popping up around her face. You know? Yeah, like it's like she's sitting in a hot tub and some blood popping. Yeah, up Yeah, it's like somebody's just yeah. tossing blood up yeah. underneath the mm-hmm. camera. And you don't see what happens yeah. at all. And then, it's so funny because then they show it. They, they have Chet back up and it's just him going. Oh, 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 and then he yeah. runs away. Yeah. And I found a 45 second clip of just her death, which I want to put on our site just oh, for yeah? people to see this horrible. It was like, just don't watch the movie. Just watch the scene. <laughs> and then you'll understand why this is all such a bad movie. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely put that up. Yeah. Um, so he. Yeah, he run, Chet runs out and joins the rest of the group. More boring ass things with god awful dialogue and acting. Um, All I wrote down was blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> Mary comes up to Chet, wanting her necklace, and she tries to take it from him, but it burns her or something. Like she's a vampire touching silver now. Right, like she reaches in to grab the. They keep calling it an amulet. Yeah, well, at first it's a necklace, and then it suddenly becomes an amulet after like. Later. So but now there's no, there's no gem. There's no. no gem in it. I thought no. amulets had to have gems. I who fucking I think knows. they do. Anyway, regardless, yeah, she reaches in to grab the amulet, and uh, tss, ow. Yeah. So she vanishes as soon as it burns her. As Janet walks up, uh, now again it cuts to Mary in only black panties walking down the hallway again, holding a knife. So again, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Why do they keep showing this? So outside, Mary shows up in another fucking outfit, and she's sitting on the tailgate of right. the truck. Oh, and she's is... got this knife, like kind of in her right hand, kind of underneath her leg, so you can't really see it. And Sky comes out and changes shirts. Just comes, she's like, "Oh, I spilled something on it." No rhyme or reason. You don't know why. She comes out, takes off her shirt, puts on another T-shirt, and it's yeah. not even like a boob shot or anything. It's no. just. Just her just changing her shirt. She's yep. got her bra on. It's no big deal. She says, oh, I spilled something on the other one and changed his shirt. It, yeah. That's it. She, uh, Sky sits down next to Mary. They introduce themselves. They chit-chat. Seems like they're getting along. Yeah. And, and they're like, <laughs> oh, and she's like, oh, what's your name, Mary? And then Sky's like, oh, Elias had a grandfather that had a <laughs> wife named Mary. So does that mean you're... And then Mary like tosses Sky down, mounts her, and then slashes her throat with the knife. Which again is a shitty effect because you just see her like holding the knife and go like swipe across the camera lens <laughs> in really shitty slow motion. Yeah, it's really. And bad. again, I put my 3D glasses on, thinking, "Oh, okay, this is they're trying to they're slowing it down." No, no, nothing. No. <laughs> so, Fat Mike comes up now. He comes out of the building. He comes up to the truck and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And Mary grabs like an ice an pick ice or pig. Sc- it's like Basic Instinct style. At first, like, is that a screwdriver? I'm like. No, it's not a fucking pig. Actually, it looked like a meat thermometer. You know, like an electronic meat thermometer. <laughs> Maybe it was. I thought it was an ice pick. Like some if, kind of thing. If you're cooking a pork roast, and you're yeah. like, oh, I wonder what the internal temperature is. The, you handle, know? It, it, the handle looks like a screwdriver, but the point looks like a, a thermometer or an ice pick. And it's really skinny. And I yeah. see this massive 500-pound man coming up, and she's got this toothpick stabbing yeah. device. And I was like... What the fuck? She's not. She's gonna have to stab the shit out of him to kill him. So it's gonna take a year. He's so big. 
And basically, she stabs him in the face with it, even though yeah. like the effect shows like blood coming out of his ear. It shows him like <laughs> holding his ear, like "ow, you slice me, bitch." Yeah, but he dies. He dies from it. Like I don't understand. I don't get it either. It makes no sense. It's the just the worst. I mean, she's got the tiniest weapon for the <laughs> biggest person. Yeah. Like what? Well, <laughs> ah, ah. oh. It's so bad. Oh. So. She gets out of the truck bed, closes the tailgate with Sky's body inside, and just walks back into the studio. So back inside, Mary is now a topless. Sure. <laughs> she comes up from behind the drummer who's just walking down to the same yeah. hallway. Again, this dumbass who's just been wandering around the whole he's, time. He's, the whole group is screaming for we need action. We need to film. And he's we just need to do his own thing. He's just popping away. She walks up behind him. She kills him with the knife. I'm guessing he slits his throat. Or it's like an above back. shot. Yeah, the only above shot in the whole movie. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, and so the drummer screams, and Janet hears the scream. Chet denies hearing anything, and it's like, yeah, just leave it alone, leave it alone. And Chet just starts turning into like a bumbling Three Stooges yeah. kind of character, like, like a bumbling. Oh my gosh, he can barely speak, and he just trembling like, all the time. Now. Really hamming it up. Yeah, like it's so over the top. The guy who played. Um, so Chet then like comes and he's like, "Oh, it's Mary, it's Mary," and, and he's like, "He's like, oh, she, you mean the Mary Worth from the Legends of the you know the Bloody Mary?" And she's like, "I wonder if she's related." I'm like, "What?" You All just... of a sudden, everyone knows. Oh yeah, yeah Bloody Mary. But then she's like, "Oh, this is a publicity stunt because some apparently Elias has something." About Bloody Mary in his album, so it's mentioned in an album somewhere. So well, because they she and she puts it all together like, oh yeah, his great grandfather was married to her. Like he, she puts it together like, oh yeah, this is great, this is publicity. Yeah, it's it's the logic is just mind blowing. Like it, there is none. It's fucking awful. So she walks off frame and she comes back because she's finding her hands covered in blood. It's like, there's blood on the doorknob. And now the rest of the group is starting to freak out. Mary comes up the stairs and throws her knife at Janet Kilner and. <laughs> Marshall has his hands on his head, covering his eyes here. Because I don't know how to even begin to describe the how ludicrous and how bad this knife throw looks like first of all if you're gonna throw a knife you know a lot of people you know either hold, made by a blade and throw it or by the handle or by the handle and throw but you throw it you, you guys you listen you aren't stupid picture throwing a knife and how you would do it now it spins through the air end over end now let me try to describe how the knife how mary throws a knife she's holding it with her, like, in her hand, with her arm and, like, an elbow, in her right hand with her arm raised at shoulder length, her elbow up. And she's holding out with the point facing out. So kind of like if you're going like to come you're, down and stab, stab somebody, somebody. And, like, you know, the, the blade, if you put your hand down, lays along your forearm. Yeah. So she's holding it in a downward stabbing yeah, motion. Like, that you would stab. Downward but, stabbing motion, but yes. And that's, that's how, how she, she throws, throws it. it. Yeah. She, she, like, kind of moves her shoulder back a little bit and then throws it that way, but she doesn't like, you don't see her arm, like a picture. You don't see like her arm extend with the knife. She just, it's like she throws it like a spear. 
Yeah. Yeah. She like t- chucks it, it like a spear. It's so fucking weird and awkward looking. It and then the the, the special effect that, that shows a knife moving through the. This is where you put air. on your 3D glasses. It's so bad. I'm like, what was that? 3D glasses, everybody. <laughs> so anyway, so the knife stabs Janet, it, and she's dead. Yeah, it hits her in the back, and boom, instantly dead. Yeah. And so Mary demands her amulet. She's like, give me my amulet. And and she's speaking in that. Rub, 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 yeah. Rub. And at first, like, well, give it to her. And like, but then they're like, no. And they run off. Yeah. Give it to her. Give it to her. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Second thought. Let's just run. No, let's just run away. Yeah. So Mary then throws another. She just keeps pouring knives out of nowhere. She has more knives. Like we we last week, the Halloween resurrection, we went through like count like eight, six or eight, eight knives, knives that they used. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing here. But at least in that one, you kind of see okay, pulling from a drawer, pulling from a drawer, pulling retrieving from a dead body. Here, Mary just keeps. They just show up, and she's not wearing any clothes. No, nope. so where the hell is she getting these knives? Yeah. <laughs> um. So. She throws another knife into the back shoulder of the blonde L, Ellie, and it's another same effect like last time. Just this not Zoom. It's like a post production Photoshop knife of somebody just drag. You know, I know it's so bad looking. Um, and they barricade themselves inside the dressing room. Weed and Elias pull the knife out of Ellie's shoulder. And, Weed, yeah. Weed forces Chet to give Elias the amulet. It's like give it to him. Mary shows up in the mirror in the dress room. She comes out of the mirror, takes the knife that we it, from Weed's hand, just takes it from him. Like, give me that. Ooh. And then stabs Chet in the back with it. He dies. Mary tells Elias, again, give me the amulet. He says, no. So she stabs him in the stomach with the knife. And Elias then says, you want it? Take it, bitch. And throws the amulet into the mirror. Yeah, it doesn't hit the mirror. No, it, it doesn't like clunk against the mirror. Like the and again, zone or it's that like weird that. effect. It's that crappy, weird computer effect of the amulet flying through the air into the mirror. Yeah. Put on your 3D glasses and you'll see it fade away. Yeah. And so Mary goes into the mirror after the amulet. Yeah. Weed gets up and then shatters <laughs> I think the has mirror a sweet, by kicking it. I think it. he has a sweet line of, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, that's that's the... Yeah. Clever. Yeah. And he so he breaks the mirror kicking it and you see like a really shitty effect of like, Mary's reflection in, and, like, broken piece of the mirror fall away as, like, shitty music's played over it. Really loudly. Yeah. Now we get several scenes of the movie replayed while the blonde girl from the beginning who originally summoned her does voiceover telling the, ur- the urban legend of Mary Ware. So basically there's re- recapping the entire movie right. in these in this few scenes. Back to the present, Weed and Ellie check on Elias, who is now dead. Like, well, okay, whatever. And they leave. So they just leave. The camera zooms in on his face, on we, uh, on Elias's face, and fades and kind of like a uh, juxtaposition here where it fades out, fades out from him and fades into... A dissolve is what they call it. Thank you. Dissolve. Mm, thank you. Yes. Nice um, dissolve. A dissolve into the picture of him hanging on the hallway... In the hallway, while the radio DJ reports on air about his mysterious death. So, how the fuck did that DJ know so quickly about his death? Well, I death? guess it's days later. Yeah, whatever. I guess it would have to be. Mm-hmm. So, and he's like, let's remember him for the good times. 
And let's hear that ribcage. And they play the fucking ribcage music video again. again. The third time. It's not just the, yeah, it's not to, okay, they can play the music and move on. No, it's the entire fucking video for the third time. The third time. As the credits begin to play. Now, the credits start with basically like, you know, a picture of each character with their name. Like, blah, 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 play this person while ribcage is playing over it. So once they get through the picture parts, uh, roll the actual credits. Now, once Ribcage ends, they play the punk Mary, Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary song during the credits again. And once the, the, oh, but the credits are still going. So once the Bloody Mary song is over, what do they play to finish out the credits with? Motherfucking Ribcage for the fourth or fifth time. That would be the fourth time. And I'm glad because the version I watched, it ended right after the, the picture credits. Because oh. I, I must have watched it on a different YouTube channel. Yeah. I had, And, yeah. oh my God, thank God I didn't get a chance to see that fucking Ribcage song again. Yeah. And that's so, it. And that's so the there's movie. two songs used in the entire movie. And it, oh God. So the movie's finally fucking over it's a short movie but it feels like a year oh, of my life is gone it does it it drags on it's oh god so so all right let's move on to favorite kills there can be only one favorite kill what we got this week a bunch of shit to choose from there's no there's yeah. nothing i don't like any of them i agree i i i mean I really don't. I mean, there's a decent amount, but, yeah, for, they're, they're, for, but you half of them, you don't really see what ha- happens, and the others are just fucking retarded. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you what my favorite kill is, and the only reason it's my favorite kill is because I got a chance to see it in the Indian dubbed version, <laughs> is that blonde girl getting killed in the beginning, <laughs> and she goes, ah, That's a good point. Yeah, for like... <laughs> Two minutes, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, if you watch the Indian, the 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 the, the, the Hindu, dub, yeah, the, the dub Hindu version, vision. You're right. The blonde death scene. I should watch this whole movie, the Hindu version. Just it's see, probably just better. It's like it might be better. And she will not stop dying. No. So that's my favorite kill. Now, in the version, the American <laughs> English version, I guess I'm going to have to go with Mike because Mike. I don't know if he's dead or not. Honestly, <laughs> okay. But the fact that he's 500 pounds and dies from a toothpick essentially you know an ice it's it's a tiny tiny little stabbing device on the biggest guy i think we've ever had in a horror movie he rivals the guy who played beast Beast. yeah uh uh, sweatshop he really does he's a big boy but beast i think he was fat but like beast well beast was like Kind of had more of an athlete. Yeah. Beast was taller, more athletic, built with the with the fat with but him. You fat, know? But yeah. Mike was just wow, just all yeah. fat. There was no muscularity. He, you know, he to was him. he was yeah. all bacon and chocolate cake. Like bees could play football. Bees could be like a offensive lineman or something yeah, like that. Like the older Maybe. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he he's got an he can move or like well. An 80s wrestler or something. Right. Like that. He yeah. moved well for a big guy. Whereas Mike's just fat. Yeah. Really fat. Yep. So that's my favorite kill. All right, mine. God, I don't know. Like, they're so fucking awful. Uh, I'd either go big to the eye candy just because it's something other than a stab, even though you don't see it, but you get the idea of what it's supposed to be. Or I'll go with other whore who is or white snake girl number two, just because I can't believe they have the audacity (laughs) 
to put on film a girl who gets hung by a wire coat hanger. Just for the sheer stupidity of that, I might put that in the top just because it's so goddamn stupid. I think that might be the worst kill we've ever seen. Yeah. I really do. So, I don't know. Either way, they all sucked in this for this week's episode. Uh, <laughs> let's just move on then. So, let's go into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Um, not a whole lot, surprisingly. Uh, I should say, un- not surprisingly, not a whole lot for this movie. The ratings, uh, those might surprise you. <laughs> IMDb, 2.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, no thermometer score with a 25% audience score. Now, Grant, there weren't a whole lot of reviews for it, but still 25%. That's nearly as high as Halloween Resurrection. Well, it must be people who are somewhat affiliated with it. I mean, it's yeah. fucking awful. And then Amazon. Fuck you, Amazon. Three and a half stars out of five. It's always I don't understand. You know? I know. It's like, God, people on Amazon are just lazy or stupid. And they don't, like, this is one star, half a star at best. Or, like, Barry, if you could put zero stars, I think. It, yeah. Oh, my God. So, oh, anyway, plot keywords, not a whole lot. Um, music video, rock band, gore, which I call bullshit because it's not gory at all. Agreed. Um, independent film, stabbed to death. Oh, that's in abundance. Blood splatter, decapitation, which nobody gets decapitated. Again, no. that's why I thought Ron Jeremy was going to get decapitated, but I don't. So, in the Indian version, the blonde girl, the, the white snake punk rocker 80s girl in the beginning... When she gets pulled into the mirror, you see the blood splattering, blood splattering, and then White Snake Girl number two is on the the brunette's like ah ah. Mary throws her head oh. to her through the mirror. Oh, that's awesome! But it, it's it looks. I mean, it's it really it literally looks like someone took a mask, put it over like a, a foam, foam head, head yeah. and put a blonde wig on it. The blonde wig is nothing at that's, all. It looks it looks like a Dolly to, Parton wig, right? Whereas the white snake girl had like highlights See, and stuff. Why did they keep that in the other? Because that'd be yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it I might was... just still a shitty effect, but at least something. To... Something. That would have been kind of cool. That would have been. That probably would have been my favorite death then, right there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, blood spe- uh, female nudity, female frontal nudity, and lesbian sex. There's definitely that. There's, There's okay. This is another. There is a, so much boobs mm-hmm. but have you noticed how we haven't said a word about them really yeah because they are the most i mean she's a very beautiful girl oh, veronica ricci's hot i yeah, mean she's, she's got a great body her gorgeous boobs are nice they're not fake yeah they're- gorgeous gorgeous gal but it's it's so if they don't use it right it's right. pointless and they don't help the movie yeah they say they, they don't I mean, move the story they don't do anything it does these these poor boobies are so nice, and they don't do anything for me. It's right. such a sad thing to say. Yeah, it is. Um, so, moving on to trivia, again, really nothing. The only thing of information I have, and I actually did try to contact, the like I did with uh, uh, Scare Zone, who, uh, but those people were actually nice enough to respond. I did try to contact the people in this movie. I got nothing. Never heard back. Um, but Rib Cage was written and performed by the actor Derek Jamerson in the movie. Written and performed. Yeah, so Ooh. that's his own piece. And surprisingly, because like you said, you have a clip to put up, which we'll put up. I, I just like Fruit of My Belly and a few other things, I was like, can I get the music video for this to put up? And yes. I found the clip from this movie, but 
to make it even worse and more mind-blowing, there is an actual official music video for Ribcage that is like his own thing. It has nothing to do with the movie. There's a separate, like it's the, Der- it's not the Matt Elias Ribcage from the movie. It's Derek Jamerson's version of Ribcage. It's the exact same fucking song, just the music video is different and it's set in a boxing gym. And so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So it's completely different music video? Yeah. It's like, wow. it's like, and, and like, like they made a music video for this like MTV type music video for this shitty ass song. Oh, we got to put that up. And then they had, they, for the movie, they made like an in movie version that's awful. Um, so, if you feel like stabbing yourself in the ear, play yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, I should do a challenge everybody. I, I'm going to put the one up from the movie because that's just fucking awful. And if you can make it through that video, kudos to you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of the music video, I, again, I just want to throw this out there. And I'm not expecting anybody to do it, but I want to see if, if anybody has the time or the courage to do this just for fun. Because we're talking about shitty music videos. If anybody out there ha- wants to really do something creative, if you can take Ribcage, if you get the music from that and make your own music video for Ribcage, send it to us through our either Facebook or send it to us on our website. And we I will post them on our website and on our Facebook page. And may, you know maybe the best one or something will send you a, a, a T-shirt. Uh, or something so for any, you know, if you actually want to make your own version of the rib cage music video and send it into us, that would be awesome. Uh, so our first, uh, <laughs> challenge, challenge to how well, two challenges, one, sit through the, the actual music video used in the movie challenge one and challenge two, if you make your own rib cage music video and send it into us, good God. And, uh, just, we'll have some fun with that. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if we get zero. Because, I won't be surprised either, but yeah, I just want, if, yeah, we, you yeah. know, if we don't, we don't. If we do, Well, we're awesome. also blowing up this week. We officially have over 250 <laughs> likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, now we would do the budget game here, but unfortunately, I could not come up with the budget information because the people would not get back to me. Um, so there's no budget game this week, which just brings us straight to bum, 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 bum. yeah, failure. Uh, brings us to now that's bad when there are a movie oh. that we can't get is so bad. There's we can't even get a budget on it. Yeah, you know that just tells you how low it must have been, and probably all the money went to Ron Jeremy again, probably or fucking Mary Worst outfits because she has so many goddamn outfits. Oh my in god, movie. the wardrobe. Uh, all right, so let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. Now, surprisingly, there were five-star reviews of this movie. Of course. Not many, but there were. So let's start with Film Guy. Oh, wow, there's actually someone by the name of Film Guy? Film Guy. We Bro- need to get a hold of Film Guy. Oh, after this review, you because I'm gonna need to. punch him in the face. Yes. Love the movie. Not as good as I hoped. (laughs) (laughs) But plot was simple, but fun to watch play out. Great opening lesbian sex scene. Could have been done better, but still provoking. Five stars. Uh, So basically, he just likes seeing girls do it. Yeah. There's a lot of other places there, film guy, to watch that. And John Williams, which this one's going to... I apologize, follow me, because this is going to be hard to read word for word, because it's awful. Okay, here we go. 
Best song and best Bloody Mary film made. I have bought on DVD. I like the ghost story movie and best looking actor. I would like see her in person. I live at lot 45 Vinton West End of the Dyke Road. Love the movie actor. Very misspelled. Hot looking lady. Five stars. Where is this guy from? <laughs> Who Did he just knows? come off the boat? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> It's like he's a cab driver that I had last week. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good-looking lady. I like her. Pretty. Live on the road. Good. I want to see you. Like He's a fucking... I want to meet you in person. I live here. Come to my address. (laughs) Wow. What a dick. (laughs) Yeah. Five stars, though. Now, just uh, for... Like I said, I found one... I went one star. I found a four-star review from Joseph McGinnis... Really good, actually. Reminds me of sexier version of Troma. The chick is hot, too. And that's in all bowls and caps. <laughs> so, four stars. from. That's a four star? That's a four star. So, basically, he's giving four stars to the penthouse. The Veronica Ricci. Who is very attractive. She's yes. attractive. Yeah, she's hot. She's so yeah, great, great body, yeah. Four stars for her body. Yep. You, you couldn't even, if you're going to base it on that, give her five, because she's a knockout. But, yeah. Yeesh. So that's uh, holy shit. All right, we know the answers, but just you know, for we guess you know, stick with it. Aaron, so bad it's good, so bad it's scary. I am not nearly drunk enough to give it a so bad it's good. It is so bad it's scary. It is awful. Do not waste your time. It's for free on YouTube. Wow, yeah. you might think to yourself, well, I can waste a little bit of time. Don't, don't. Scratching your belly button will be a better use of time than watching this movie. It is awful. I feel dumber <laughs> for watching it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I some of these movies I want to be able to recommend because I do love the, these independent, low-budget horror movies. But this one, yeah, totally pass on it. Um, you know what? Maybe I would have had a little nice things to say if the people I sent an email to would have actually responded. Ooh, Marshall. Assholes. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking it personal. Yeah, uh, but no. Regardless, yeah, the girls are hot. Well, Veronica Ricci's hot. So a lot of boobs and they just put. Yeah, it's it doesn't make the movie worth watching. No, um, it's it fails on all fronts. Just like you said, Aaron said really well. Your time is spent better doing anything, anything else, anything, anything. Go like, get pick- go get a class. You know, a uh, uh, you know enema or, or go get have i don't know why would you get an enema i don't know but it, it's a better use of your time than watching <laughs> this movie <laughs> you think you're going colonoscopy yeah okay but well, well that's for health reasons anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> kick a can down the road for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have a better time than watching this yeah. film all right enough said about this uh and i'm not oh i need to go and just i think we're gonna go drink yes. ourselves stupid yes. for after this movie, <laughs> after this movie. <laughs> so Ugh. all right we're done uh, we follow, remember follow us on facebook uh check out our website horriblehorrorpodcast.com that's where you can submit your uh ribcage music videos if you'd like to yeah if you got it you got uh, the time and the patience and the stomach do uh follow us on twitter at so bad it's scary we're on Podbean and check us out for free. Download us and subscribe us to us on iTunes as well. And again, really quick, if anybody's listening still, please uh, go to GoFundMe backslash Go Elizabeth, our friend Marie Merrick. You know, see if we can raise a little bit of money for her. She's got brain cancer. Just a uh, little, little shout out there. 
that's going to do it for us. We will be back later. See you down the road. Peace out. Adios.